Yes. It is time, Ref. It's time for the show that proves fighting is easier from outside the cage. Verbal tap. I am your host, Kevin. With me, of course, Raph Esparza. Raph, how are you doing this evening? I'm good. I'm a little beat up. Hey, you know who else probably feels a little beat up? That surfer that got attacked by a shark. Proving fighting is way easier from outside the waves. Just saying. Did you see that, Raph? Yes. What move would you use if a shark came up at you? Because I think I would go for like a, not a guillotine, obviously, but like a leg drag type situation with maybe a dorsal fin. A fin drag. A fin drag. Yeah. Okay. You Um, should be thinking about this. You live near the beach. Yes, I. It's a big problem out here in Los Angeles. I always think to myself, "How am I going to out grapple this shark?" <laughs> I just don't know. Well, I think about it, and I do know. I mean, obviously, I think take. I'm going for uh, a fin hook, so yeah. I think that's kind of where I'm at. Yeah. Like if I'm being right. Well, you were. Yeah, I do appreciate the honesty. You're you were welcome. at jujitsu in the park today. And it looked spectacular. <laughs> it was great. I was so Tell excited to finally get to uh, go. You do know that every one of the questions I had asked to me today was, how jealous is Kevin? And I said, very. Ten. I- am I right? Oh, yeah. I was watching and it was like, oh, those look like two of my favorite things. A park and Eric Medina in a rash guard. Yes. Well, yes, it was the two of them. It was uh, a lot of fun. Uh, They had uh, some rescue dogs. So basically, you know, it was uh, from the uh, – I don't know where it was. But it was like you could adopt dogs there. People brought some of their dogs. Uh, It was amazing to look around and see everybody so happy. So it was really cool. I really wanted to go to the last one. So I was stoked to be able to see this one in person. Um, I do have a couple stories. Do you want to hear them? I really badly do, including where the F that patch came from. Yes, that patch comes compliments of our good friend uh, John Greek of oh. BJJ Inc. So John, as some of you know who listen to the podcast on the regular, he made the customized geese for me and Kevin. And we we get a lot of compliments on that. And one of the things that we've heard screamed at us, just kind of yelled at us, Kev, is that people yeah. want the patches. I have seen that. I did see that. And I mean, I want one. I'm <laughs> well, you're not getting one. So I hate to break it to you. Oh, okay. That's no big deal. But uh, he gave me a really cool looking patch. And, um, you know, guys, it may look like in the future, if you are good verbal tap listeners, we may have some patches that will Shut. be accessible. Kevin, don't Shut. give them hope. Don't don't tell them before don't. it's a thing. Okay. Because I still fully expect it. For John to realize, oh, am I making patches for you guys? Nah. You know they're idiots, right? Someone's going to say that to him. John, did you know they're idiots? You oh, do know that what? is the way that I introduce myself to most people, though, is that when people – because I get this a lot when I'm like, oh, hey, uh, I'm Raph. And people go, oh, OK. And then somebody will inevitably go, oh, he runs Verbal Tap Podcast. And I go, yeah, we're those idiots. And they go, oh, OK. Yeah. Yeah. I do like So there's, a, there's usually a lot of like, yeah, I know you guys. <laughs> I heard you. But, yeah, I know you guys. 
Uh, we want to thank John for that. It's a really special thing. Like I said, it's in the works. We'll see what happens. It's looking very good. I know a lot of you guys are talking about them. So if you are really, really interested in it, uh, send us some me- messages either on our uh, Verbal Tap cast Facebook page on our Instagram or on our Twitter. And those are all at verbal tap cast. We'll try and keep a compilation of people who are interested and get you guys some patches. Cause we'd love to see you guys out there competing with those on. I think there would be nothing cooler than that. I completely agree. So and we will obviously yeah. then be taking credit for any great things you do. Yes. Not the losses, but definitely all the wins or so. incredibly embarrassing things. We will also, that's what's nice about us. We're not just going to, you yeah, know, leave you with the winning. It's like, no, yeah. we're also there for the embarrassing shit. Sure. So keep that in mind, guys. Um, but yes, there was also another person who came up to meet me. Okay. Now, Kev, I know sometimes people come up to you as well and they're like, hey, you're that idiot from that show, right? You do that thing. Yeah. Yeah. Well, today I had somebody as I was going to get acai, as one does at a jujitsu yeah. event. Well, you're a human being, aren't you, Raph? Of course yes. you went to get some acai. <laughs> you also so, breathed air during the event. Right. I go to get some acai and uh, I'm enjoying myself and I hear some guy turn and look at me and much like I said earlier, he just goes, hey, you're that guy. <laughs> I go, I am. Yes. Now, would you like to be specific? And he goes, yeah, you have that, <laughs> that, that podcast. And I go, well, that is true. I do host a podcast. You have that podcast. And he goes, yeah. Um, What's your name? <laughs> I was like, Dick, why are you going to come up to me and tell me you listen to my podcast and not know my name? We say it quite often. There's only two of us. There's not 20 of us. It's Kev and Raph. Oh, my God. How many podcasts have you listened to, kid? And the kid goes, I think like one. And I was like, look, kid, don't look at me. Okay. First of all, I don't have time for autographs. I don't. Second, let's take a selfie. Third. (laughs) <laughs> Remember third i'm in the middle of a fucking acai trip and then uh he's laughing and i go okay good i'm glad you're laughing what's your name and he goes uh my name is omar and i go omar yeah wait ask me your name and he goes what's my name omar see how i did that i remembered your name did you, did you see how affectionate and warm it felt when i yep. <laughs> though i'm the complete opposite i don't ever get pissed so people were like ah could you oh it? no yeah. but i i, I don't remember your stop, name Kev. so that's you the problem is i went <laughs> down a, a worm hill and i was like you oh no followed it you got into that side control and you just started working for for verbal submission so. yeah no i was i was working a lot today because uh we had so many killers on the mats uh just so many you different people that. we were chatting it, about the event earlier you said yeah it no it it was really good. It's one of those days where uh, it tests you in a different way because there's so many people on the mats, Kev, that you do have to change your jiu-jitsu for the fear of stepping on anybody else or yeah. with smaller space. Very Brazilian so, style. That's, yeah. That's nice, right? It's got those so Rio you, roots. Let's talk about economy of movement, and uh, <laughs> that's what that is there. So you definitely have to pick and choose your spaces because I definitely the got kicked in Gentle art head. and stay in your bubble please yep. it's I get your kicked bubble. in the head a couple times and here's the yeah. secret about kicking me in the head nothing up there so <laughs> jokes on you guys <laughs> no but permanent damage. Uh, i also want to shout out our good friend uh rob bradley because uh he runs into me kev and you know what he said to us this was really nice of him i have two first names but that doesn't stop me from rocking calm down this is okay. this is not like omar oh okay. who 
we shall not speak. I just think that would be a cool thing to say. Well, (laughs) Rob, uh, he's run into us. He's a big proponent of the LA Jiu-Jitsu Club. I've run into him a couple times there. And he comes over, shakes my hand. He's like, Raph, I've listened to a couple of your podcasts. They're really good. And he says it with that thing where you're like, I didn't know you were capable of that. And I was like, your jujitsu isn't a reflection of your comedy at all. (laughs) So he very nicely paid tribute to us. and would say, he's like, you know, I'm a podcast snob and I'm just making my way down all your podcasts. So for that, Rob, we say, thank you very much. Thank you for listening. Uh, That was really nice of you to come up. You didn't even need to do that, but it definitely made my day. So uh, to Rob, Omar, and also the guys who put it together, that would be Mike, Eric, Joey, and G. You guys put a phenomenal event together, and you know there was a really cool moment. They not only had exhibition matches uh, between some of the local people out here, like Wu Tang awesome, Pete, and really really cool individuals who compete, like kids who look deadly. Those kids yeah. were not joking. It was. I'm nervous about the next. Terrifying. Generation. Yeah, let's never that. speak of them again. Nervous. I'm gonna start just breaking their knees one by one. I, what did I say? Everybody thought my whole theory was brutal. That you've got to tap them now. Teach them, teach them respect. Absolutely. Before they take had, over, which is going to be three arm bar twenty seconds. All of them. I was just like, "Yo, your arm <laughs> is mine now." Because uh, put it on my tab, kiddo. Yeah. <laughs> so there's that, but they also had a really unique match uh, between, I believe, it was Colleen Schneider and Shayna Baszler from The Ultimate Fighter. Yeah. And it was amazing, dude. They put on a really cool match. They did a catch wrestling match. And guess who was the referee? Josh Barnett? I don't know. That, yes, it was Josh Barnett. Are you serious? Yeah, Josh Barnett. I was Star joking. Upcoming... Josh Barnett was there? Yeah. What is yeah. this place? Hold on. Okay. Can we just... <laughs> what is going on? told that off air. L- I'm sorry. No. That's you a-hole. You do this all the time. First of all... You should have led with that earlier. I asked you how it was going. I'm very clear. That's something I want to know. Were there other celebrities swinging by, or is it just like this is? I did not see him in the picture. I looked at. He's, well, I mean, he's a big man, so they did a yeah. catch wrestling. That's awesome. Well, here's the interesting part, and this is something that I think would actually be a great component for when Kevin and I roll again. Uh, it is both pins and submissions. So, Love it. That's a fucking great thing yeah. because I think that changes things. So Kevin and I may roll that way when next we get to roll because yeah. it's definitely – Way less touchies. <laughs> way less touchies from the ref um, when they uh, book you out and tell you to move fewer back. touchies, yeah. But the hard part is is that it, it changes the way you're playing the game because you get caught in a submission and you have your back on the mat. You're just looking at it like, oh, fuck, I, what do I do? Do I get up and try and get out of this armbar or are my shoulders just there? Uh, and so you got to move and it's a completely different and cool way of doing it. So uh, our thanks to everybody there. Uh, it was a really cool event. Really, really fun. So um, I can't wait for the next one. And uh, dogs were adorable. That's all you can say. Dogs were. Yes. Well, uh, sounds like you were having fun. And you know who else is probably having fun? Ooh, Kevin. Fedor. Fedor's the prettiest girl at the ball right now. Hold on. Fedor does not have fun. He has... Fedor Fedor might be having fun. I thought I saw a picture where he almost was smiling. He has been known to smile, but only as a myth. Uh, No, Fedor is really cuddly and and, uh, smiles here and there when, you know, 
not killing people and breaking their spirits. But are you excited by this news? Uh, yeah. Okay, tell me why. He's a little old. He was, I Everybody's mean, old. I know. <laughs> not everybody. Fedor was and remains potentially one of the top tier MMA fighters in his prime. Sadly, it wasn't quite as organized, so we don't have maybe the tangible proof, but like, who you watch, if you're ever looking for a good, and most of the people that listen to the show are like, yeah, Kevin, we know what you're talking about, but you want to get into a good YouTube wormhole, put in some Fedor fights, you're going to see some submissions, some brutal knockouts. That dude was a beast. So from that perspective, of course, I'm excited to see him back in the cage. But why are you not? He's kind of old. I'm just nervous. He's, you know. I mean, wouldn't you like want that. to see him fight Frank Mir? Because that was something that they were tooling around sure. this week with Frank Mir when he destroyed uh, Todd Duffy. So yeah. that sucked. Uh, I mean, that was a bar fight and that was amazing. And more power to Frank Mir because I think people have counted him out and he can still be dangerous. And he said it would be an honor to fight Fedor. So that'd be really cool to see. But uh, one person who did throw his name into the running was... Shop. I'd watch him hit Shop in the face. Oh, yeah, definitely. That would be glorious. But uh, Andre Olovsky, who famously spent a good portion of his fight uh, face down and unconscious when Fedor hit him so hard that he didn't remember where he was. So I I don't want to see that one again. I don't need to see that match. We're good. (laughs) What but if other he, ones hold on. What if he hits Arlovsky and he suddenly wakes up and it turns out he's exactly back to the previous moment he got knocked out? That'd be kind of an interesting that'd be an interesting show, movie plot more probably than yes, fight, though, Kevin's right? real good attempt at a guy's version of sliding doors, everybody. So <laughs> there you have it. Um but I don't know. I'm I'm intrigued by the information because today there was a report that said Fedor could go to the UFC. But he's also equally as likely to go to Bellator. And I yeah. think both and have very different responses. Have you I don't know about you. Both camps are like completely do the exact same thing, just in the other direction. Mm-hmm. And Bellator's just like, I, we're 100% confident to with us. And you're just like, yeah, who the fuck else is going to fucking sign with? It's just always, it's just been cracking me up. Well, Dana doesn't know anything other than, yeah, I fucking know who Fedora is. Yeah, I but know. is he signing with you? Yeah, I fucking well, know who he is. Uh, Shut the fuck up. Next question. Look, I mean, everybody's a fucking potential. Is he yes. signed? Maybe. Why are you asking hypothetical future questions? <laughs> I love it when he scolds reporters. That's when you yeah. know he definitely doesn't want to answer the question. It's like uh, Dana's insulting the future tense of the question, so it's going well. I also love that Dana is one of the people who forgets that his job is to talk to the press. Yeah, and then occasionally is like, upset I'm not going to fucking answer that question. I'm tired of that fucking question. <laughs> well, that's the job, dude. That's what you're supposed to do is I do, I answer do love a question that. about those things. I'm not going to yeah. fucking talk about that. Well, then they're definitely going to ask you about it again. So Conan just comes out. He's like, I'm so fucking tired of jokes. And just stares at you for six minutes during the monologue. That'd be nice. That would be great. I would love Conan to just be like, guys, fuck that's you. Funny. You'd expect me to do a monologue. Hmm. So, okay, so that's Fedor. We'll see what happens there. I don't even want to speculate, but I do think there are some matchups. And I will say this, Kev, I'm really not excited about him going to Bellator. Oh, color you and me both. So he can I fight just... King Mo or Kimbo uh-huh. Slice all set. 
Although, wouldn't that be the best promo in the world? Yes. Fedor versus Kimbo Slice. Yes. That would be... It's like, we're going to wheelchair in Kimbo Slice just to make sure. And we're going to pump him full of some sort of anabolic something so he can stay up during the fight. I'm, so, I'm just imagining the talking heads and the difference between Fedor's... Yes. It is so hard for me to respect fight. anyone that said that the Shamrock versus Kimbo Slice fight had high stakes. It's like, shut the <laughs> fuck up. No, it does not. It did in their community resting homes. Yeah, it did. <laughs> the stakes were very high. Oh, God. There was some jello that uh, was at stake. So somebody was giving up their, their jello back at home. We kid. Kimbo's like, do not joke. Kid, obviously, you know? but seriously, Kimbo <laughs> would not want to give up his jello if we're you being. You know who honest. else is joking? Oop. Ronda Rousey. Throwing she some jabs, again? throwing mm-hmm. some verbal jabs at Mayweather. Uh oh, what did she say? I don't know exactly. It was at the ESPYS. I don't remember. <laughs> something about uh, the segment. If you don't know what she said, I, I guess I could Google. Do you it. want me to? Do you want me to say what she said? I do want you to say what she said. All right. Here's what she said. So they Laura hand Raff her. Just has to check with the research department. He's back. <laughs> I am the research department. Let's <laughs> show. So they hand her an SB, and it's done before the telecast. It's done on the red carpet. Rhonda gets the award, looks around, and they finally get around to asking her a question because it's the goddamn ESPYs, and they take forever about this sort of thing. They're like, hey, Rhonda, so what's your reaction to this? And she's just like, oh, you know, I'm just really excited that I beat Floyd Mayweather, and I wonder if how he feels like getting beat by a girl for a change because uh, – yeah, there's that. And you know what? You can't pretend like you don't know who I am now. Boom. Oh. The reference for that second part is the fact when they asked Floyd Mayweather about things that incomparably, you know, put him against Ronda Rousey. And they say things like, who would win between the two of you in a fight that we would never see? Uh, he responded with the ultimate dickish. Ronda He's Rousey? A- I haven't heard of him. So that was Ronda coming back to him. And honestly, Kev, this is the thing that I don't I think love her coming really, back. His really is, thinking about, though. You, know, you do realize that Ronda Rousey beat Floyd Mayweather in a year where the biggest fight of all time happened with him and Pacquiao. Is that yeah. not insane? That is insane. It's number one, that's how fucking much people like watching her fight like that's how powerful she is right now and number two that's how disappointing boxing is fyi it's exactly what that's yeah and i her comments are great there are times when you're just like ronda rousey is a genius ronda rousey knows how to work the press and she is doing a fantastic job with that so good for her and you know what and that's funny points for like points for being really funny I honestly, I thought that was a, a killer moment. I thought that she nailed it, really, really destroyed it. But, um, you know, the fun part about it is when Rhonda does stuff like that, it makes it fun for all of us. And it's a good strike at somebody who, I mean, Floyd Mayweather gets away with so much shit. So good. He was gotten. And, you know, she beat him in a year that otherwise, I mean, if you look at that and you look back at a pay-per-view that sold that many and you'll wonder how did Ronda Rousey beat him? If you're in the future and you're just looking at the records, you'll have to realize we really didn't like this guy for some yeah, strange reason. He was reason. an asshole. But don't worry, we paid him 
billions of dollars. Oh, yeah. He'll go cry on his money. So that's fine. But anyway, that was Ronda Rousey and uh, some good shit there. But Kev. Girl power. Girl power, indeed. And crazy fighter, insane person power, which is well, what she has. By the way, I take her in a fight. What? If it goes to the ground. She's, I mean, she's hip-tossing him. She just has to avoid his tiny-ass jab. Like, she's fine. So you're saying you would take her in a fight against Mayweather? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Oh, okay. I wasn't sure if you were saying you'd take her, like, in a fight with yourself. And I was like, <laughs> let's stop this podcast right now to talk about why that would never uh, happen. I would only fight her if they put me in that same costume they put people that are training the drug dogs mm-hmm. to, like, run away. If put me in that, like, uh, that thing from the Hurt Locker. Yeah, oh, holy shit. Let's rounds. let's do a sumo wrestling match in one of those. That would be amazing. That would be amazing. Those people can't ever move. And that's my favorite thing about <laughs> watching the guard dogs chase after them is that they try and make that run, but they look like the state puff marshmallow guy running. Yeah, it's always yeah. amazing. Well, Kev, you know, uh, let's spoil a little thing for people here. Do it. Uh, you know, it's funny. We will record this out of order. So we actually talked with our like guests. talk to people before we. Yeah. We do the, the top and bottom of the show, sometimes after we've talked with the guest. And, more of a liability uh, thing if someone starts screaming expletives halfway through that, you know. Yeah. But the reason why I bring this up for you guys is we have a fuck of an interview. Yeah. Coming up. This is. G-Tones. Man. I like we love Gary here. Gary has always been yeah. a favorite of our podcast. So we have Gary Tonin coming up for you guys. And I don't want to say he kills it, but he kills it. And yeah. it's a great interview. It's one that Kevin and I were giddy afterwards. We laughed a lot. And uh I think you guys will enjoy it. So uh we're we're very much looking forward to how you guys uh respond to it so we hope you guys enjoy this next upcoming interview with gary tone and kev should we just get to that right now then well we really should all right let's do it Exciting grappler, 2015. He's, god damn, you're fighting a lot. Gary, the lion killer, toning on the line right now, the airline killer, if we're just aptly yeah. nicknaming you for yeah. the month. Gary, how are you doing this evening? Uh, you know, mildly frustrated, a little anal retentive, but I'm pretty good. All right, Gary, so Kevin's going to allude to this as well, but I, I just want to get it straight out of you. What's that wrong? Exercise can cure that tension, and maybe he should try some sort of like high intensity cardio activity. <laughs> no, no, not that, Gary. Oh. What happened that prompted you to be this amped up? Because off air, and people didn't know this, Gary was um, what's the word, Kev? Is it excited? Is it agitated? Is fired it... up. Fired okay, up. Fired what up. I yes. assume Gary looks like about two minutes before he's gonna do his. Walk out where he looks all jovial, like jujitsu is no big deal to him. That little cool guy thing, you know what I'm talking about, Raph. You know when he high fives somebody and practically takes yeah. their arm off, yeah, yeah he no like big. signs someone's breasts on the way yeah. to the mat. You know that moment. I imagine right before that, he's got that zeroed in intensity, and that's what it feels like right now. Mm. Yeah, yeah, I'm uh, 
No, as a fucking man. Oh, sorry. Are we not allowed to do that? I don't really know how this works. We are. Um, we are? Cool. All right. Yeah. So, yeah, I had some fucking airline troubles, and, like, I spelled, like, one letter wrong on a... Well, I didn't spell it wrong. First of all, the computer system didn't work, so I couldn't use it on the computer. Then I had to call him, and then, like, the lady on the phone was, like... And Polly, oh, you know, I'm just like, uh, just so, like, you know, I can't handle that kind of information because uh, I'm like half retarded, so um, I, I can't hear things like the, this interview. Like half the questions you ask, I'm gonna think you ask different questions. But um, yeah, so that didn't go over well. Apparently, I got one letter wrong in the reservation for the five grappling match or whatever. And you know, they had to switch it, blah blah blah. Then they would cover it. I'm pissed. So, so Gary, was, was there a moment where it looked like you weren't going to have a flight out here for five grappling? What's that? <laughs> what was, you said that, what was this flight in reference to? Was it when you're coming out here for five grappling uh, only on pay-per-view? Uh, second. Second. <laughs> One of the meows. <laughs> Smooth. Yeah, that was a reference to the five grappling match uh, that I'm going to be having with Joel Meow. I would um, say this, though, Gary, would you put it – I don't think I would put it past the Meow Brothers to confront you on that airplane, too. Like, if they heard there was some flight trouble, they'd, like, come find you and just have the match wherever. Yeah. I'm pretty convinced that Joao doesn't even know he's fighting me. Like, he's, <laughs> I, I'm sure he knows he's fighting someone, but, like, the two times I came up to him to try to get pictures, like, oh, yeah, like, we're promoting the fight or whatever, he's like, oh, oh, and, like, he just bows and, like – you know, puts his arm around me to take the picture. And I'm pretty sure he just thinks I'm like some other fan that like wants to take a picture, you know? I, I really don't, I think every time he sees me, he has no idea who I am. I'm like okay I, with it. It just, it just, I was going to say, I hope he bit. sees you on the mat and he's just like, buddy, we can take a picture after. I have got to fight. <laughs> yeah, you. like I have a match coming up. Like, don't you know? That's what I'm here for. I'm like, <laughs> so he's just going to all culminate for him. Like, all together at once. Like, oh, yeah, that's that weird guy that took, like, three pictures of me at three different events. Hey, we have selfies together. Yeah. So, Jerry, when he's when he's saying os at you, what are you saying back to him? Like, what are you, like, the, the language barrier is very difficult, I can imagine, but you're doing a one-man sales job on this match. Granted, people want to see it just because they know you guys are both awesome. So yeah. that's not Luckily, a problem. Luckily, you're uniquely equipped for that, by the way. You've been posting some funny shit. Your Eagle video ranks... Amongst your best work, Gary. It's up there. Yes. Thank you very much. I have to say I did steal that somewhat from John Manor, so I can't take complete credit <laughs> for that. But okay. uh, I did think it was pretty incredible. Yeah, uh, occasionally me and John will exchange uh, pretty extreme videos. I sent him <laughs> a video of an eagle picking up a small child and dropping it, so he said that's nothing compared to these eagles and then he sends me a seven minute long video of goats getting dropped off the side of cliffs <laughs> by eagles and uh i don't know it just all came to me at once and i was like aha like that's what i'm gonna do to joao when i get his leg and that'll be really funny and yeah it's pretty it's pretty amazing stuff uh, i also it gives you a little psyche into maybe what makes john danner so good at jujitsu he always I, let me say this. I've been trying to watch Game of Thrones, and I half expect to see him walk out of one of the sets any second now. He definitely will one day, okay. for sure. He's got, just between the accent and the general terror, I feel, when he uh, starts making threatening comments, it's always nice and calculated. 
He was one of the great parts oh, yeah. of the uh, – well, they did the UFC videos with GSP. We get to dinner. That was always fun. What are you yeah. – I'm going to take this jiu-jitsu nerdy question for a second because I am curious. So the meow is famously uh, sort of rubbery, and uh, I guess they have joints. I've never seen them. Do you have um, – do you do much to alter your attack? I know you normally just kind of play your own game and push your own pace. Are you doing much to prepare since you know so much about your opposition? Oh, uh, so is there anything I'm going to – oh, Jesus. That's uh, – yeah, that's a reckless driver. Um, anyway. Are you talking about yourself? <laughs> or are you just, like, saying that as you pass no, by people? No, yeah, no. I know I'm going 95. Well, I'm a reckless driver. I'm about myself, as usual. No, somebody <laughs> tried to, like, pull out in front of a bunch of speeding cars. But uh, anyway, um, yeah, so uh, a little bit, you know, uh, we definitely prepare for that. Uh, the idea – that someone is going to take breaks in certain positions is certainly something that crosses our mind. Um, you know, we discuss it at, at length, uh, you know, what moves this person is willing to tap to, you know, we'll study someone and, you know, we see like, all right, you know, is so-and-so tap to A, B, C, and D, you know, they seem to eat, you know, this submission um, and be okay with it. And, you know, most of the time when people eat a submission, uh, like a legitimate submission, it's usually because, you know, the other person didn't really quite have it the way that it needed to be to cause serious damage. You know, for instance, toe holds. When people eat toe holds, it's mostly when the foot's fully lengthened and it's just a couple pops and it's ankle. But you say uh, eat, I mean, you they just take mean some exceptional breaks uh, from from certain positions, whether it's an outside heel hook or a toe hold. So um, they definitely, uh, you know, that's definitely going to be a thought that runs through my mind. Will I still try those attacks? A hundred percent. Uh, but I'll more than likely be planning to transition to other moves. He's, you know, we, we've seen him tap to some other things um, that we're definitely, that we're definitely going to plan on uh, implementing into the game. So uh, I'm definitely, I, I wouldn't stay away from anything, but I, I do plan for him to not tap to certain submissions. Hmm. Okay. I wanted I like to know how like, this... uh, actually my match in Polaris with Iminari is going to be the same thing. I pretty much feel like Iminari's not going to tap to most of the leg locks that I do. Hmm. I would ask this: How did this match get put together? This match, so I mean, finally somebody <laughs> you picked it up. Um, I mean, we, me and Joao um, fought each other in jujitsu battle like forever ago. Yeah, brown belt. And uh, yeah, like uh, it was fucking cool. It was like a sub-only thing. That what's that? I watched those matches. It was fucking cool. It was a great fight. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they, pro- they promoted the event pretty well. It was like a pretty cool thing. I don't know if they, I don't think they've really done anything since that last one. But um, yeah, uh, I thought it was a really good match. I mean, when going into the, the, the whole thing, I knew like you know him and his brother were in the division. I knew I was definitely gonna have to fight him. So I prepared like a game plan with Sean Williams, focused mainly on like a steam locks, and I was successful in a lot of them. Uh, popped his angle pretty brutally. Um, he's definitely limping a little bit like after the first round. Um, but yeah, it was supposed to be like a 10 minute match. And then we go through the 10 minute match and it was, it was pretty clear that, you know, uh, I did very, very well and they couldn't just be like, Oh yeah, you're, you know, give it to you out. which is what they wanted to do because show your role sponsored the event. And naturally they would love to see their show your role sponsored competitors winning. Uh, yeah, you know, you're an OTM guy. Playing. With Scotty, that's OTM on the mat.com. You can find all the fresh gear Gary Tonin's rocking. 
You're welcome, Scott. Rash guard. That's a tattoo. That's just Jesus. a tattoo. That's Gary you know, Tonin's body Kevin, tattoo. Here's the He's thing. Scotty likes us. We don't need any reason for him to not like us. Oh, absolutely. Um, he, <laughs> funny thing, mentioning Scotty, he like, was actually at the event. And in between rounds, um, they tried to... They tried to like they like pumped up the crowd and was like let's let the crowd decide who won <laughs> and it's like I'm in from New Jersey no one knows who I am and he's there with like his whole team and he's like super famous meow brother you know so like obviously everybody's gonna be like super for him so Scotty like just looks over at the fucking table and he's just like are you guys fucking kidding me? The guy from the East Coast, like, who's clapping for him right now? It's literally just me by myself in the corner, you know? <laughs> so that was interesting. But anyway, they obviously decided that that was very unfair um, just, uh, against Scotty's protest, and uh, they decided to give us a five-minute overtime, which wasn't even in the rules. So Pretty cool. Wow. But then, yeah. Uh, yeah, then I beat the shit out of him in a five-minute five overtime. And, uh, okay, so now I'm getting a little too racy. Uh, so I, I did very well in the five-minute <laughs> overtime also. And still wasn't enough to uh, sway the judge's favor, I suppose, even though he really only had one submission attempt, which was an arm lock in the first round. So, yeah. I love Tone Down Gary. I was kind of bitter that day. Oh, uh, I actually do there. disagree. I did not think he had won the match. What's that? I did not think he had won the match. I did not. I did, the beating of the shit felt like a little bit of an overstatement, not to not to go with the guest of honor, obviously, Raph. I would never. I mean, <laughs> do I think Gary Tony could submit me? Maybe. You know, it's kind of hard. But I will say... Uh, I do remember thinking it felt pretty meow heavy. I mean, you could hear the crowd. Like, the crowd was yeah, all chanting meow. Yeah, it was just like, well, okay, but great fight. Yeah. I mean, it's a submission-only tournament, and I failed to submit them. So, nonetheless, you know, I didn't, didn't do my job. You either, though. But, just... you know, if we're going to come down to if we're gonna come down to a decision for victory, I mean, and there's no points, I think it was pretty clear based on the idea that you're supposed to submit your opponent. Yeah, you know, don't who call won, it submission only. Call it submission What's preferable. That? Call it submission preferable. That's <laughs> if you're going to give a decision, yeah. it's not submission only. It's just a guideline. Yeah, true, true, true. So, so obviously this happens, Gary, and then you know, I mean, but the problem is, you know, that sometimes you just don't get those matches back. You don't get to have a rematch. So what did it take yeah. for this to get brought together? I mean, obviously yeah, you're I, up for just about anything, but I'm giddy about this. I am excited about this. This was really yeah, for us in the jujitsu community. This is what really made this event exciting. Yeah, it really does. Absolutely. I, I, I mean, yeah, that's, it's, that's a tough thing. It's like, not only, you know, not only was it just like a fight that didn't go the way that you wanted. It's like, he's not even really in my, he's not in my weight category. So like at normal tournaments, I'm not going to see him. You know what I mean? So unless he happens to compete in another professional event, which just wasn't happening, you know, because they, they're mostly faith, uh, focused on, like, the IBJJF stuff, um, you know, or if I meet him in a random absolute, like, it wasn't going to happen. And, you know, I'm trying, I'm scrambling to get all these guys to, you know, promote the event. And, you know, I got a couple offers and things, but, like, nobody was really, look, looked like, willing to put in the legwork. Um, and I think, I think back then, I don't know, I don't think five grappling was really like, uh, as big as they are now. And, uh, but now five, you know, five is super interested in the match and they like really feel like defense finished business too. And 
So, I mean, Five Rappling took it on their shoulders to, like, actually put this on. And, I mean, it's long overdue for sure. And, uh, you know, I think, uh, you know, but, I, I mean, in some ways it's it's good. You know, I think I've gotten to change my game a lot since then. And um, I think it'll be a better match, you know, getting getting the rematch now. Uh, I actually, when, when it initially happened, I, like, just yelled out craziness on Facebook. And I said that eh, it's not craziness. I'd still do it today. Um, I offered, like... I offered, like, I think at that some point I only had $1,000 in my bank account. So I offered, like, $1,000 to have both of them, the, both of the Al brothers fight me back-to-back. Um, it was, like, a 15-minute rest in between, sub only. Okay, but now, nobody, Gary, I don't know. this Gary, is the you, fucking coolest. You bring up a real concern of mine, okay? Uh-huh. The real concern yep. I have for you is I don't know I, how uh, familiar you my, are. My with... lack of understanding with, of money. Is that well, no, 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 no. I mean, that's a separate issue, but I think... <laughs> no, we, but you're doing fine now. So We, we would have a, a very long conversation with all jiu-jitsu practitioners, so I don't think it would just be you. So know that you're in good company. But I think it's more uh-huh. so... My concern here, Gary, is... Are you at all considering the possibility they may pull a Kurt Angle? Kurt Angle has a twin brother, or at least a brother, that in one wrestling match for the fake wrestling, if you would, he switched out with his brother. Are you at all concerned the Meow Brothers will just switch out at any point? Because that's a concern for me. I really hope they do. I hope that, like, I hope that, like, after they take a break, uh, after one of them takes a a severe break in one submission, that they switch out so that, you know, like, while I'm not paying attention when there's, like, a break, and then, you know, I get to pop the other ones, like, that would be ideal if I could get two birds with one stone. So, can you tell the difference between um, the two? Because that's important. I know you can do that now. Uh, but I take a can. red marker. I don't know what distinguishes the two, but I don't know. It's weird. Like I don't know when I saw them both today, I knew who each of them were. <laughs> I don't know what distinguishes. So, I mean, obviously Paul is a little bit bigger. Um, they look, look pretty similar. I don't. I don't really know what qualities make them different, but. I mean, I, Kevin I has a really, sure. really smart idea. Kevin was saying you need to mark them, so maybe have like a permanent marker. <laughs> Just in like a, your, make a, just go into shirts? the hug, yes. like the aggressive we'll put start a hug. Smiley just, face on one's forehead, right? Uh, yeah, I mean, well, that's uh, people are going to see that. I just meant like a like a red mark, like a dot on the back of their neck, just so we're sure. Because <laughs> all of a sudden like, you look maybe down. Maybe we should just draw it. I think we should draw in a mustache instead. <laughs> more fun. Let's you know, the photo if, ops. If you're counting on him to stall enough for you to have that much time, by all means, Gary. That's that's all on you. <laughs> We're just the idea makers. We we just try and give you the heads up because we're concerned for you, Gary. We want you to yeah. do well. And we'd hate to see that, you know. We, I'll tell well, you what I we're mean, not concerned we about. That. Your physique. How are you staying in such good shape, Gary? Any insider secrets well, you could share with One me? of the things that uh, I have in my favor for that, because I actually have to cut weight for this tournament. It's going to be, I think I have to cut to like 155 or 160 the day beforehand. Uh, and I'm like walking around at 175 right now, and then um, maybe even a little over that. And then, um, pro- and then uh, the Imanari tournament, I also have to I have to cut to like 150 to fight Imanari. So uh, leading up to that, um, I actually joined for- forces with uh, Versa Climber. They're going to be one of my new sponsors now. They just sent me a Versa Climber into the gym, and uh, I'll probably be using that for most of my weight cuts um, moving Man, forward. Uh, I've used it before at Tom the Blaster School. And uh, it's like a really serious piece of cardio equipment. Like, uh, you know, I, I haven't really done a whole lot else that that simulates that kind of, uh, 
that oh, kind of we stretch, tried them at the you know, jujitsu expo you know we, we did try them at the jujitsu expo i definitely when, you know everyone was telling raf to hit the cardio yeah so subtly but i don't gary i don't know if you know this but um I, I, you've seen me in person before would you call me an obese person would i would i call you obese yes or would i call you a beast no, I would prefer Beast. Don't get me wrong. But here's the thing. <laughs> when I walk in Garrett, with other jiu-jitsu... He's flirty, too, You know Rob. what I would call you, Rob? What's that? You know What's what I would that, call Garrett? you? What's I that? would call you Obeast. <laughs> An Obeast. Thank you? Here's the uh, thing, Gary. Go into Obeast mode over on the Versa Climber. <laughs> but go ahead. Wow. Here's the thing. This is the way it runs down. When I get around other jiu-jitsu practitioners, I go from being a normal-sized human being to jiu-jitsu fat. Because everybody else is there is like when you go to Worlds, when you go to any other jiu-jitsu activity, you look around and you're like, my God, I'm so fat compared to these people. Jesus Christ. Yeah. I mean, so, anabolic steroids do wonders. So <laughs> I'm not too surprised right. that when you go to jiu-jitsu tournaments, <laughs> yeah. that's how you feel. Put so, some in my cock once. Not one to mince words, throwing out weird and wacky accusations, Gary. But let me ask you this. So wacky. Yeah, so, I mean, that's never been heard of in jiu-jitsu before. Ever. <laughs> no, 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 no. You can't think like of a single person. Suspended. Sorry. Sorry, it's God. Not, yeah, I don't know what I was thinking. It's not like people just drink things accidentally. Oh, yeah, can I? Can, I'm, you know regiment. how I'm pissed right now? Can I just let something out for a minute? Go for Absolutely. it, Gary. Can I? Okay. All right. So, listen, this is to everyone that's listening to this that uses steroids and whether you attain it, uh, uh, whether you attend a gym, a jiu-jitsu school, whatever the case may be. When that little scrawny guy that just started his gym membership or just started training jiu-jitsu walks up to you and goes, oh, my God, like, you know, I want to be strong like you. What do you, you know, what do you do? How do I get stronger? Don't you dare give him any advice without the disclaimer that you also use anabolic steroids, you dick. How dare you? You're just telling this poor guy who really just wants to get in better shape and gain some muscle that he's just going to do that by taking some amino acids. Are you kidding me? Are, and, and you don't tell him, oh, yeah, by the way, I'm also 260 pounds of muscle because I take massive amounts of anabolic steroids. Like, I that just that. blows my mind. I see it happen in the locker room all the time. Some jack dude giving some other dude, like, nutrition or fitness advice. It's like, man, are you freaking kidding me? I, I just, it blows my mind. I just, I don't even understand it. I had a guy, I was listening to a guy the other day. He told somebody that, that good calories are always good calories. When you take a 100-gram protein shake and uh, you only use 50 grams of it, which isn't even true. You can only process 30 grams at a sitting. That the rest of it, you just, just goes away. Your body just releases it. That's not true. It's <laughs> so not true. Who are you people giving advice it do, to people? It does it with in cheesecake too, Gary. Gary, that's how cheesecake works. Your body just takes what it needs and just gets rid of the rest. Oh yeah, sure. And it's just, It'll it put just it around your ass away. and mid thighs. Kev, 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 let what? him work through. As long this. as you're taking in protein, it's fine, man. It's fine. You'll never get fat. Oh yeah, sure, sure. I can eat as many steaks as I want. I'll just be fine. Um, okay, no, 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 no. We first of all. Uh, applause great. kevin yeah. i think uh, a round of applause. yeah absolutely yeah. uh second of all uh gary Start a new can... bit called life advice with gary tonin no I agree no, no, no 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 oh. this is my bit is actually oh. uh gary uh gary tonin's versa climber road rage i just like the idea yeah, of gary 
Gary has a recurring segment, gets on a Versa climber, and he's like, you know what really grinds my gears besides this <laughs> yeah, Versa climber? That's what I was going to say, it grinds my gears. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I love uh, yeah. that idea. But number two, Gary, okay, we're with you with the steroids thing, okay? So yeah. I know that. But when you're mentioning the hypocritic nature of ooh don't do that are you really giving advice on diet because let's discuss okay, the Gary no, Tony I'm not I am not giving advice on diet but okay, you notice so I don't do protein. that cuz my advice my diet is horrible I wouldn't tell somebody I mean listen do I do I weight cut and then eat proper diet when I'm weight cutting I won't say cuz it would crush my fans souls you know I can't tell them you know that I actually do know how to eat healthy um but yeah, you know, will I will I give some minor advice? Sure, some basic, <laughs> obvious things. But sure. I'm never gonna just Hold tell on. people fucking ludicrous ideas that I heard from some <laughs> other dude that goes to the gym. While the only okay. reason that I'm jacked is that I'm on steroids. Are you freaking kidding me? Rap, keep Unbelievable going, keep going. that people do this shit. A whole new round. No, 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 no. no. Kevin, so I, at I'm... least at least me being in shape is me being in shape. So if I give advice. It's like actually the stuff that I do. It's not just anabolic steroids talk. This is great. And I, I want to stay on this for a second. But, you know, yeah, I, sure. I, we can I feel... I'm sorry. I just get really angry about things. I, as you Don't should. Apologize. But I'm interested because I want to hear, well, yeah. you know, people, you know, you're saying some things that fans may, when they hear it, be a little concerned with that Gary Tonin doesn't always eat terribly. So in proof of that, Gary, you just got back from dinner. What did you have for dinner tonight? Uh, okay. I had, well, they had snails on the menu, and I'd never had them before, so I tried That's snails, cool. first of all. So I had about six snails. Okay. Then I had, what else? What did I order? I ordered a uh, cheeseburger with Swiss cheese, mushrooms, and onions, and French fries, uh, and then I finished, uh, like, three-quarters of a bowl of somebody else's macaroni and cheese, mm-hmm. and then... Uh, then I had two scoops of ice cream for dessert. Now let's discuss some life choices, Gary. Let's discuss what? how many pounds do you need to drop by five? I don't know if I'm just stoned, but that sounds amazing. It does. <laughs> how many pounds do I need to drop by five? Uh, last time I weighed myself, I was like 15 probably. <laughs> okay. Wow. Okay. That's a manageable weight cut. <sighs> I, for you, yeah. It is the day before weigh-in. I do get to lose a little bit of water, so I'll be okay. Oh, yeah, okay. I would be. Yeah. I'd, I'd be crying. I've done absolutely. Yeah, Kevin's definitely Seven tried minutes. to lose weight and been meh, moderately Huge backfire. Actually, Gary, you'll enjoy this. All that and people have heard this story before, but I cut weight for like a. I really watched my diet and got down below the one ninety two rank for a tournament. Uh, they didn't have enough people, so they just combined me with the 220 and above division. Wow, that's heartbreaking. Worthless. So, like, after two weeks bro. of being, like, really in it and three weeks total, and it was yeah. just like. How'd, uh, how'd all that kale fare for you when you can beat yeah, it? Yeah, great. As the first fucking sweaty 225-pounder <laughs> takes an yeah. aggressive sense. You were like, really wishing you had some more cheeseburgers in you then, huh? You just, he's <laughs> fucking right. Yeah, I, I was wishing that. Gary, when the jiu-jitsu thing's all said and done, you're going to have, like, the opposite of Jenny Craig's, where people just come and eat terribly, and you're like... You, yeah, maybe you... I can open, like, a shitty restaurant. Mm, Gary Tonin's does or have a ring to Terrible, it. terrible foods all in the restaurant. Oh, you know what I tried the other day? 
mm. that I didn't post because I thought it would make, uh, I probably should anyway. Uh, I was in Montreal and I tried horse meat for the first time. It was awesome. Okay. How did it taste? Really, really good. What's that? How did it taste? Like, it tasted how would you smarter describe it? Than a dog, um, and, I don't know what know. I would equate it to. It's like a really, it was like a really tender steak because they make it really, uh, they make it like almost completely rare because like they can only sear the outsides of it because it's very lean. So basically, if they cook it any more than rare, like I guess it's like super hard and like tastes like a rock. So yeah, yeah. I don't know. It tasted like really, you know. Um, that ad brought to you by Chevy. Uh, so what? let's. Kevin's trying to do another plug for a different sponsor uh, it, who doesn't. You said like a rock. Us. I was just yes. having a real good time. I missed it. I'm sorry. That's it's okay. okay. Hey, earlier, what kind of restaurant had snails that you ordered a cheeseburger at for the meal? Uh, it was a weird. I told you we were in Harlem. It was like a weird, like. Wait, or wait, was it? Did I say Harlem? Where did I, what did I mean? Did I mean Harlem? This what has already Harlem? been way longer of an answer. To I don't know. It doesn't matter. Question. Uh, <laughs> anyway, I was in some some weird place in New York. It was like a French restaurant in like the middle of what I would <laughs> say would, would deem to be a uh, a low income neighborhood. Put it that way. Okay. So yeah, it was a weird like I don't know. It was out of place. So it was a <laughs> French restaurant. So that's why they had snails. Excellent. Well, I'm glad that you were you were bold and you went the extra step and you tried it. Now, Gary, speaking of being bold and taking extra steps, uh, you've got some other things coming up. You can take extra steps with the Versa Climber today. For That's, that is, that is true. You can definitely take some extra steps. <laughs> yep, Versa Climber. <laughs> Don't oh, leave your gym that. without it. Or wait, that won't uh, work. We'll come back to that. So, yeah, yeah, first copy, first copy. Gary, when you're looking at different things, so you've got five, and then what happens after five? You've got something else that you're competing at. I, it's like name is escaping. Yeah, uh, ADCC uh, mm-hmm. will be taking place that August 29th, so that'll be the next big thing uh, after the five dropping matches you're allowed. Yes, that small it's tournament. Competing. Tell us a little bit about yeah, that. that little thing. Yeah. Yeah, don't worry. Alex didn't know what it was either. It's fine. Gary, Gary, I don't understand why you need to take a shot at somebody you already broke the internet with because you invite that conversation. Dude, I don't know what you're talking about. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Because then somebody's got to put a meme out, and then there's got to be a meme to a meme. And then there's a meme response, and before you know it, the State of the Union is going to be one big-ass meme next year. Absolutely. That's your fault, Gary. Yep, that's, that's true. your fault. That's true. That's true. Did I'm you sorry. at any point, and we will we'll move past this shortly, but how, did you count the number of spelling errors at any point? Uh, in what exactly? Just in memes, you know. Oh yeah, yeah. There was a lot. There was a okay. lot. Okay, okay. I just want to, you know. There was a, yeah. There was a, it was in, it was an interesting time. Okay, interesting I mean, time. I just kind of watched and let it unfold. It was pretty interesting. You definitely like were watching from the there, and then, uh, Yeah, there was uh, there were some fireworks for sure. Let me ask you this, Gary, because here's the thing: you broke the internet. Everybody was like, "What the shit is happening?" When you were watching from the sidelines, what was going through your head as you saw all of it unfold? Did you expect any of that to go that big and that like? No, not up? at all. Actually, like I kind of just basically, basically, what happened for me was when I posted what I posted. Um, 
you know, I was just basically like, you know, people had expected me to be participating in the next metamorphosis. Like I told people that I'd probably be doing that. You know, he had told me, you know, who I was going to be competing against, this, that, and the other thing, you know. So, like, it was pretty much like, you know, I just felt like I needed to explain to people why I wasn't going to be in the next one. It's not just like, you know, oh, you know, it's like not leave it open for interpretation, you know, because guaranteed people would be asking me that question anyway. It you know was the I mean? first it thing I asked up in an interview, like, hey, uh, you <laughs> I know, like, why isn't he I would have interviewed me and be like, why weren't you in Metamorphosis this time, you know? And then I would have had to say it anyway. So I figured I'd just, like, you know, uh, I'd just, like, end it all and just, you know, post why I wasn't doing it, you know? And pretty frankly, just saying, like, you know, I was offered some sort of exclusive deal and I wasn't interested in it. I didn't think it was good for me and, and them and the sport and things. And, you know, that's just how I felt about it. And that's why I didn't do it. So that's, okay. like, I thought it was just kind of a general statement. I didn't think it was going to be, you know, I thought a couple people would be like, oh, that's shitty, you know, that he put, that he tried to make you do that. Or I thought a couple people would also be like, oh, well, it sounds like a good business decision. You know, I figured there'd just be, you know, I think, I think there would be a little bit of a uh, cross-section of people that would agree with both sides. So I really didn't expect anything to come of it. But then he kind of started posting some other things that I didn't expect him to do. Like, I think he, I thought he would have just let it die right away because it wasn't really that big of a deal. And then, yeah, so then a lot of stuff happened. And, uh, to put it mildly, yeah, it was, yes, a lot uh, of was, stuff happened. It was crazy to watch. It was crazy and to watch. Go it ahead, got so much crazier. Only yeah, in the sense like every that time you, were like, you thought it was going to be over, it like got worse. You were his first rung of unspooling. What's that? You were like the first stop on his season of really terrible PR business decisions. Oh, 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 okay, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. I didn't, I didn't hear like it's, it just wasn't connecting. You were using no, like, you're fine. whatever. Yeah, I I'm turned, retarded. I turned I my mic up a little bit so you can hear me. <laughs> yeah, I did. no worries. I my, um, yeah, no, uh, yeah. I don't know what the hell was going on with all that stuff, man. And uh, I mean, I know he's not like PR people working with him and stuff. You know, I don't know, I don't know how that all like went down or whatever. Just. It was a weird, weird time. Um, hopefully it's and all over. I did over. appreciate your statement in the sense that that was the first thing I asked Raf when Metamorphosis came out and you weren't on it because you had won in such stunning fashion that it was like, well, why wouldn't you be to see that again? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Like people would be expecting me to do it, you know, so I naturally just was like, uh, why not explain why I'm not doing it? You know, I thought that was appropriate. I didn't, ex- I didn't, you know, I didn't leave in any details about anything that I like was, I felt like was a uh, between, you know, employer, employee or whatever the case may be, you know? So I don't know. I didn't expect anything to really come of it. That's serious. Well, and, you know, I think I'll work with Ben Morris again. I don't think that, uh, I was going to say, know, were I you asked? I don't, yeah, I don't really have hard feelings or anything like that. I, I just think, you know, I just think, you know, that certain things weren't handled well. That's all. Were you asked to keep any of it secret throughout the whole process? What's that? Were you asked to keep just any of it? That's what I was confused about by their uh, their response. No, he never never really said anything to me. Uh, I got a few messages one time about something. I don't remember exactly what it was, but he never asked me not to say anything. Like, me personally, just as a person, I don't really, I'm not really a big fan if somebody sends me an email, like, of just, like, reposting an email that somebody sent me or something, Mm -hmm. like an image of it. You know, it would have to be, like, really, you know, it would have to be, like, really shit. Like, he would have to say, like, Gary Tonin's a liar or something. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it would have to have been really personal for me to, like, post something that was, like, between employer and employee, you know. Uh, 
So, I, you know, I never, you know, printed the emails that we sent back and forth like with the whole ordeal. Uh, but he never asked me not to, you know. He never said, like, hey, you shouldn't disclose this, that, or the other thing, you know. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, just, I think he was thrown off by the public's reaction to certain things. Like, I didn't think he realized. I don't think he he realized what other people were going to think about the situation, you know. So then they, sure. got, they got out of control. I think he sure. thought everybody was going to kind of be with him on that one. I mean, it was a it was a crazy time, Gary. I remember it like it was yesterday. Uh-huh. I think all of us were like, "What the shit's happening?" It felt like every day there was something new, and you really didn't talk about it. And I think you, in a certain way, by doing that, took the high road because you really didn't get involved anymore. You said your piece and you were done. Uh, did you end up yeah. watching any of the Metamorphs afterwards? Did you see any of the matches? I actually did watch one. I just watched like uh, what's his name. Um, uh, what's, what's Henner's brother's name? Um, huh. they're all brothers, but you know what I'm saying? Um, the, the match with him and Barnett. Yeah. 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 Here. Yeah. I forget this, all the freaking R names, dude. Um, yeah. So here in, in Barnett, I watched like a clip of that and like the finish and everything like that. But, uh, other matches I actually didn't end up watching. Um, I just think, uh, like I've been studying, uh, I watch a lot of jiu-jitsu anyway now to, like, mm-hmm. study for matches and things. But it just wasn't really – none of those matches particularly were, like, on my radar of competition, like, of me studying anybody right now that I'm preparing for. So, um, you know, so I haven't really watched it. I wasn't going to pay to watch it because it wasn't – you know what I mean? Like, I watch a bunch of other sh- stuff all the time. So. Yeah, I mean, um, the least they could have done was hooked you up with the uh, Metamorphs Flicks account, I think, you know. I think, I think they might have – at some point, he definitely did give me something. I don't know if it applied to the next Metamorphs or not, but it definitely he definitely gave me an account for the other ones, and I like forgot about what it was. I don't know, but yeah, I definitely I mean, had one at some point. He did do I'll, that, but I don't think he did it for the last one. Okay, well, I to be mean, fair, I didn't not. ask. To be fair, I didn't ask. Yeah, so. sure. I mean, well, the thing I want to ask, and maybe did this you is send indicative. A meme about it. Just maybe you should have changed the tactic. Jesus, Kevin, shut up. The thing I want to know about this, though, Gary, is did you at any point, do you ever see yourself potentially working with Metamorphs again? Because we went through such terrible tactics and and terrible things that we saw. But I think everybody in the community does want to rally around something. And it'd help if I think there was an apology. I think it would help if there was a sincere movement to try and get there. But at its core, we support jujitsu and we support people like you. And do you think there's ever a scenario in which you could see yourself working with them again? Yeah, I definitely do think so. I think that a lot of, you know, I'm I'm with you guys, you know, and and obviously, you know, my speech is limited in certain aspects, um, not by anybody else, but myself and my my own personal interests. Um, You know, like you like you have said before, like nobody's ever asked me not to talk about anything. You know, just just, you know, I, I hold myself back from saying certain things because, you know, I know it's not in my best interest, but, um, yeah, I certainly think that I could, they could be worth it again. You know, um, just, to, it's just like you said, you know, it's another organization that's out there, you know, putting on fights and, you know, uh, I, I want to get as many fights in as I can. And, uh, you know, it, it, it mostly has to do with that. I also, I also understand, like, you know, I think that a lot of what he's, you know, a lot of the, a lot of what was going on was just like, you know, out of confusion and, and things and, you know, very uh, spur of the moment kind of stuff. So, you know, I don't, I don't know. I don't take, I didn't really take any of it to heart, to be honest. You know, um, so I don't, I don't really particularly care. 
one way or the other about like apologies or anything like that. I don't really feel like I'm owed anything in particular, to be honest. You know, um, I, I, think I, I don't really. That's more on the public side because I yeah, think like the, there was a good swell of people who enjoyed the idea and the concepts. And sometimes the matches paid off and sometimes they didn't. But I think that for the community to really get behind it in such a way, and people may just still endorse it. I don't know exactly what the figures were on the pay-per-views. Maybe people still watched in the same amount. But I do know that there was a groundswell of we want to see this succeed. And then I think people took a step back for not just you, but for other reasons. And I think it's yeah. one of those things where if they maybe made a better effort to the community, we would maybe get behind it a little bit more. But having yeah, said all that, I, hear what I, you're saying. I think for you, it is a nice kind of thing that you are willing to do it hey. should things be different. Obviously, you want to get in more things. Can I make one suggestion? Yeah. Okay. So you know how they have the Metamorphs Challenger. Um, I would say maybe your um, long-lost twin, Larry Tonin, could enter <laughs> that. Who wears glasses. Uh, who really? wears glasses and also has a mustache. Uh, maybe change some things. So keep that in mind. I'm going to hashtag Larry. Maybe he wears a British themed rash guard because he just really enjoyed <laughs> a British just themed rash guard. Just <laughs> ideas. Nice. I like no, it. I, would, I like would it. Know. Very good. Well, I appreciate you um, talking about that. That's fine. Yeah. No. No problem. I mean, you know, like I said. Um, you know, I still don't, you know, I don't disclose everything. Obviously, we will, in person, I talk to people about things. But, um, you know, yeah, I think uh, I think I'll think i be back with them in the future. We'll see. You know, I agree with you with, with uh, what you're talking about, though. Like, uh, you know, I think there was a little bit of a disconnect uh, from the public at a certain point, you know. And I think, uh, yes. you know, things weren't quite headed in the right direction. And I think that uh, hopefully they are now, you know. We'll see. You know, and if things don't end up heading in the right direction, you know, that I, I don't think that they are. Like, I obviously won't jump on board. Like, you know, I didn't jump on board the last time because I didn't think things were headed in the right direction. You know? yeah. And yeah. Uh, it turned out that I think I think that was a good decision, you know, um, especially based on the fact that, you know, I was guaranteed like 12 fights or something. And, uh, you know, there's only been one fight since like that six months has occurred. And I've already fought multiple times since then. You know, so it was. A, I think it was a. You know, at least monetarily and you know promotionally, probably a good decision on my part. Um, so you know, hopefully, uh, you know, hopefully they're in. A, you know, they're going to be going in the same direction that that I want to go this time. And you know, if that's the case, then I'm definitely on board for sure. I like that. And you know what? I would say uh, one day Kevin and I will hold an expose show live where we go find the 140k. We will. We will find it. You find we, will see if we, we will find the 140K because we, we pitched a serial like nice. podcast to MMA hour. They haven't gotten back to us. We're just throwing it's out like ideas. Uh, it's like looking at uh, Al Capone's tomb and we'll Geraldo it up and we will we will get to the bottom of that. But that's what it's like. <laughs> let's let's move to day, other things because we also you, so, you yep, know, you have ADCC. Obviously, you're excited for that. Um, you know, I mean, there's no direct matchups. Uh, how do you feel about this year? Man, I feel really great about this year. You know, uh, I, uh, I got, um, you know, a lot of big, big super fights coming up and big, uh, and the ADCC is huge, you know, that's essentially the Olympics of our sport at this point, uh, at least without the D and, um, you know, it's always been a dream of mine to do very well at ADCC and so far, 
you know, I've competed in trials multiple times, uh, and I got there the one year and, you know, didn't do as well as I wanted to. And, you know, hopefully this is my year, you know, uh, not hopefully this is my year. I mean, I've obviously been, you know, preparing vigorously for this tournament. And that's what means the most to me, um, at this point in time, you know, uh, that's because aside from winning like super fights and things like that, you know, and becoming an exciting grappler, like, you know, I also want to be able to say, you know, I also want it to be written down in the history books, like, hey, you know, you also won, you know, ADCC, you know, because that's traditionally that's kind of the way that, you know, grapplers would get their name, you know, as winning, you know, worlds, ADCC, whatever. You know, it's not like I haven't won worlds and things before, but ADCC is when you want to be considered, you know, the best of the best, no key grapplers, you know, that's what you got to win. And, uh, Can I ask a question? You know, that's what I got to do. So that's like the next, uh, what's the next, Gary, milestone. Who do you want to have a match with at ADCC? Yeah, uh, ooh, there's a lot of guys, really. I mean, the division, my division is like really stacked, I think. You know, uh, well, there's a yeah. lot it's, of really good This is going to be a competitive ADCC year. It's going to be really competitive. Yeah, I, I can't think of, damn, like, there's not a whole lot of guys in there aside like maybe from some some other countries trials winners maybe that I don't that I haven't heard of or whatever but the rest of them are like you know I mean who knows about those guys but these uh, the rest of them you know fairly all like uh, you know have pretty big competition backgrounds and done a lot of stuff you know um, you know everybody's everybody's tough in my division for the most part so I mean if I could pick so how many matches would I have. I'll have three, four, what, 16-man bracket? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So four matches. My first, I, I, I'm not going to order it, but I definitely want to have a match with uh, Davi Ramos. Oh, um, Davi. Yeah. I'd Out like to have days. a match with um, Dylan Dennis for, not, not so much for reasons <laughs> of, like, it's more for political reasons than anything else. Um, those are my other two. And those political reasons, can you share that, or is that internal, basically? Yeah, yeah we'll talk about it in a minute. Oh. Um, <laughs> Gary's reading from his dream of, journal, Kevin. So I kind of love it. Of thought, otherwise, otherwise, I'm going to completely forget who else uh, is really in there. Probably Lucas Lepre, maybe. And okay. uh, I'd like to have, oh, JT Torres, again, for because I, I'd like a rematch against him since the last time. Um, be careful. He's good looking. You know, you're all, if, when you're hanging out with a 10, it's hard to look are you, like a uh, 9. Are you trying to say something about my looks? That, no. Uh, I've, uh, not up to par when it's with JT? Is that I'll tell you what I'm not talking about, your body. Versa Climber approved, sir. <laughs> yeah. Jesus. Buttons of steel on that thing, dude. Wow. wow. Uh, I already have a big butt. Wait. Wait till these next, like, six weeks, dude. Well, that's the most important thing is you've definitely, you know, you're going to have to use that against JT. You're going to be like, dude, you're good looking. But, like, obviously, I mean, look at me. Let's get a shot of me sweeping. We'll get your moneymaker, my caboose. That'll that'll take over that Clark photo. Move over Clark Gracie. Absolutely. I hope so. I'd like to see, but Garying doesn't sound nearly as cool as Clarking does. There's a ring to it, man. Yeah, toning. toning. Like you can't is, do that, dude. Toning. Line killering. Yeah. The there's, LK or nothing. Doing the LK. I don't know. We gotta come up with something. 
We'll send Otherwise, it to our, uh, our marketing department, and we'll 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 figure out something there, Gary. Yeah, now, yeah, I guess that, you know, I guess those are the small details, but uh, yeah. But now let's go back to Dylan <laughs> because you did your dream journal. You told us who you want to have matches with. Oh, We're yeah, excited yeah, yeah. about all. Yeah, <laughs> so Dylan, uh, the reason I would like to have a match against him, uh, hopefully, is we're going to talk. No, I don't think it is. The reason I like to have a match against him, like you know, uh, he's he's from Marcelo's, and basically, like. You know, pretty much around my weight class. I'd say he's a little heavier than me, relatively, but not that far out. Obviously, he's competing in the same weight category in ADCC. So, um, and uh, you know, he's up and coming from over there, and we're Hendo Gracie Academy. And uh, you know, I truly believe that uh, our Noki Jiu-Jitsu is is far superior. So, uh, you know, I just want to prove that in competition against him. Uh, I had a match with one of their guys, um, Munchie, uh, and he I did well, but it wasn't. You know, it wasn't the best performance, I don't think. You know, I didn't submit him, so. Uh, but I think it was a pretty dominant fight. Uh, it was a good fight. I think we'll have a rematch in the future. But I'm definitely, you know, definitely looking forward to fights with any of those guys only because uh, for that reason, you know what I mean? It's just feel like that's, you know, we have teams and everything, and, you know, we're located yeah, no, in the like same, same general vicinity. So It's hard uh, to stay motivated at your level. Those little extra things can be helpful. What's that? It's hard to stay motivated at that black belt level sometimes. Like, it's just, it takes a lot of it, I guess. So, any little bit helps. Yeah, no, absolutely, man. Yeah, I lo- I'm, like, a very, very competitive person. So, I mean, it was not just with jiu-jitsu. Like, you know, ask people in general. Like, I just <laughs> I try to everything to competition. So, don't you know, worry. But anything like that, I would, uh, you know, we, I definitely want to. We have questions about your competitive, uh, your prowess as well. But we're going to get to that in a second. I did want to ask, yeah. though, with, with Dylan... Uh, was there some weird nonsense? Because we saw a video go up, and I couldn't make heads or tails of it because we're all the way, I mean, at least I am, on the West Coast. But I saw there was a video where you were like, were you yelling out two points or you were throwing up something? Like, what the fuck okay, was that? So Dylan, Dylan and, uh, what the hell, Mateus were cornering Munchie uh, when we were competing. And, like, So we did like an ADCC round, so like five minutes, no points, five minutes, points, or something like that. So like in the last five minutes, or in like literally like the last 10 seconds of the match, I like hit a nice rolling Kimura, like almost, you know, I almost transition into a submission, almost get to his back. I have like, I have like one, two hooks in, I have two hooks in for a couple seconds, and then like I'm thrown off the top when I put the two hooks in. And like it's literally in like the last second of the match. First of all, there wasn't even enough time for it to be considered points. Second of all, I've never heard of this sweep where you fall off somebody's back with a Kimura grip as being counted as two points. Mm-hmm. Um, pretty sure I just fell off a of back control. And that's how the sport works. Um, but anyway, either way, like obviously they were just, you know, obviously they're just yelling out to, to try to get something for their competitor, which people do that shit all the time. Like I'd probably do that for my guy even if, I really knew that the two points weren't there. You know, I mean, it's just like <laughs> something you do as a coach. You know, um, you try to get you want the best for your guy, so you, you're going to try your best to get everything that you can. You know, I personally think there was a bunch of other points that weren't scored in the last five minutes, like takedowns and things that I hit. And he like pulled guard off my takedowns, and like I'm pretty sure AGCC would definitely count those as two. But anyway, it doesn't matter. Uh, basically, you know, they were kind of like in my face about it. You know, uh, with the two points and like screaming and yelling two points. So, I mean, I was a little amped up after the match, as I usually am. And uh, so, like, you know, while they were screaming, too, you know, with this whole rivalry thing and everything like that, I just, 
I blew them both a kiss and held out two fingers while I blew them a kiss. You know, to, I don't know what that was supposed to mean, to be honest. Um, I'm pretty sure that was just me being like, here's your two points. Like, you know, and a kiss and, you know, there, there's your two. I no. mean, the good um, news is I now have context. I don't know that I have resolution, uh, but it does make a match between you and Dylan all the more exciting to see because yeah, uh, I think you, Dylan, I think Dylan or Munch actually thought that I flipped them off, but I definitely didn't do that. Like I would, it would take a lot for me to flip somebody off like at a competition. Like I, I don't know, they would have to really do something. I don't even know if I would do that. Um, but anyway, yeah, like I definitely didn't do that. It's pretty clear. Like you can see pictures and stuff with two of my fingers held out. Um, but yeah, I, I think, I don't know, maybe they got mad because of that, but I didn't, I definitely didn't flip either of them off. I mean, just it's from just, just an how... innocent kiss, you know, that's yeah, all, absolutely. No, you know, I don't, I, mean... I understand if they don't accept it, you know, but. <laughs> Not everybody does in this uh, time in society, but that's I mean, what makes you nice, Gary. You do understand. You get it. Yeah, absolutely. Yes. And I mean, they don't yeah. understand that you were you were playing. I do a occasionally. Mango. I do occasionally pray to gay Jesus. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> Who doesn't? But Who doesn't I feel in like the it's fight not game? To not include him in your prayers. Yeah. <laughs> when you run down your list of Jesuses, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah like black Jesus, white Jesus. Like I feel like you know, gay Proud Jesus to be from the U.S. of J. Right. Yeah. What's that? Proud to be from the U.S. of Che. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Gary, we'll we'll send you a link, but uh, Kevin didn't <laughs> see that fight, and he definitely did a cold read that I spelled out for him phonetically of the Yoel Romero post speech where he talked about gay Jesus, and uh-huh. uh, it's it's some of Kevin's uh, best work. He doesn't do a lot wow, of that show. But it was quite good. See, I didn't accomplish much, but that was good. Yes. That, was good. <laughs> that, that was good. You can count on one hand the times it was not bad. That <laughs> was one of them. actually. Yeah. <laughs> I could, I, I'm a Gary Tonin video away from displaying exactly how many times. I love it. Gary, oh so, okay, so now you got ADCC. What happens next? You apparently go to another country, right? Yeah, so right after ADCC, we'll have like a week camp, maybe a week and a half tops. Um, to train for uh, my fight with Iminari. And, uh, yeah, man, like, pretty, uh, it'll be uh, Polaris, too. And, uh, you know, I'm super excited for those guys and them having their second event. You know, they had a few little kinks with their first one. And, you know, I, mean, I thought all in all it was a really awesome event. Um, you know, I, I had a lot of fun doing it, and I felt like I was taken care of. You know, they were really nice about everything. You know, they pulled me in at the last minute. I wasn't even originally supposed to compete in the first one and you know, I guess like some people pulled out or something and you know they're like, hey, you know, we should definitely get you on board. So I was I was super pumped the first time, even more so now, get a chance to show my skills against another person that's in the world considered to be, you know, um, one of the best leg lockers in the world. Uh and uh yeah, I mean and that's that's like another goal of ours for sure, because I really feel like you know, John Danaher's system of leg locks that he's been teaching us is, like, superior to anybody's understanding of, uh, you know, the leg locks. And, uh, you know, I really would love to. You know, I, mean, I don't feel like the guy gets as much credit as uh, he deserves most of the time. So, you know, if we can bring any more, you know, notoriety to his name because he's the one that really taught us between him. I mean, obviously, Eddie teaches me a lot of stuff, too, Eddie Cummings. But, uh, you know, he trains under him. So, um you know, if we can bring any uh, any good things to his name, you know, for by dominating these other guys that are considered to be good lead lockers, 
you know, I'd love to do so. Also for myself, you know, to test my skills to see if I really do understand it the way that he's teaching us. You know, um, so I'm, I'm really excited about that fight. It's going to be good. I, I am going to cut to the lowest weight that I've ever cut to for that fight, though. I've never cut to 150 pounds, but I'm pretty sure uh, I can make it. You know, I don't see any reason why not. There's guys in the UFC that are my weight fighting 135, so I should be just fine. I agree with you, Gary Tone and Diet. But, I mean, you are a beast, Gary Tone and Diet. And, you know, you there's nothing that would stop you, Gary Tone and Diet, at all. Oh. Especially now that you have. The Dude, I wish planner. I wish that those plugs actually meant something. Like, like I had some sort of cookbook out or something. That's what I'm saying. So like it's it, going to be the reverse Jenny Craig. We're going to thirty It's amazing that five guys haven't figured out that like so many posts are attributed to me. I think it's because they saw that photo of you at In and Out. So when they realized you were there and you said it was a superior burger, dude, In and Out. Oh my god. Yeah, it's thanks good, again, Metamorphs videos. If they should apologize for leaving you with that legacy, that's completely their fault. <laughs> I'm okay yes. with it. I'm totally okay. I'm dig it. I mean, I do really eat Five Guys a lot. So I mean, it's not the <laughs> only place that I eat burgers at, but I mean, there was a period As of time when me and Eddie were eating Five Guys like, like every after every training session. <laughs> hey, so. Jay. Raph's giving me a note here, and I always like these. It just says Joe Rogan podcast. <laughs> Were you on it? I just, I'm the worst. I feel like I saw this video. I love that, Kevin. That- first of all, before you answer, though, Gary, I love that uh, Kevin just completely destroyed the magic that is this podcast. Just this one just, moment of magic. Just wait. Raph just texted me a question that's smart. What do I do? Raph's the research department, and he just has a <laughs> photographic memory, so it's very helpful. Uh, well, let me see if I can finish Kevin's question for him because he was doing <laughs> yeah. it so well there, Gary. Uh, you were recently on Joe Rogan's podcast. You know, a lot of people have that as a bucket list item. How did it feel to get the nod that you were going to be going on that? How high did it? Was it mandatory? Did you have to get high as you got on? Did they have like a room? <laughs> no. I have so many I was questions. competing pretty, pretty quickly after that. Uh, not really one to partake anyway, but, uh, no, uh, <laughs> I mean, you know, they definitely were, but, uh, no, it's not mandatory. They don't force you to, um, I just, you know, somebody asked me like what I was doing before the podcast today. And I was like, well, he's got like this little entry room beforehand. And it's like, uh, he has like a giant werewolf statue and a bunch of interesting (laughs) books. So I was pretty much just taking weird pictures with the werewolf statue and, uh, reading some weird, uh, catch wrestling books and stuff like that that he had in there. So that's pretty much it. But he was a pretty cool guy. You know, I've always enjoyed his uh, comedy and, uh, you know, his podcast and everything. So uh, it was a pretty awesome uh, experience for sure. And, you know, I, I mean, know that. Uh... We took a, a point of pride here. At least I did. Kevin is now. Uh, we took a point of pride here because we like to think that we warmed you up for the Joe Rogan podcast. Because yeah, I think you guys, like Halleck, discovered Gary Tonin, but <laughs> like in the podcast world. You know? Yeah, we haven't I been quite so vocal about the I credit. I think people should start mm-hmm. making, um, you know, verbal tap, uh, verbal tap discovers means. You know, oh, well, don't we worry. We did want to talk to you about an exclusivity contract at the end of the podcast. <laughs> you would only... no yeah, joke, we're actually okay. really upset that you went on Joe Rogan's podcast. <laughs> yeah, this is an inter- We're fucking pissed. Uh, we were going to yeah. chat about it. <laughs> no what joke, happened okay? to our friendship? I'm not going to say that I created that meme or that hashtag 
but <laughs> I definitely didn't not create it. So I'm just saying, uh, I don't know yeah. what's the more egregious thing, uh, creating a joke in which you say Holly takes credit for everything or then just taking credit for everything. But I just want to put that but out did there. You not, did you not not also set up the Instagram account associated with that? Uh, I don't know what you're talking about, but I can tell you that is not me. Okay. Fair enough. But I would – you better believe, though, Gary. It's interesting you, that you could be so certain that it's not you even though you don't know what I'm talking about. I don't you. know what you're talking about, but I'm telling How you. weird. I have enough trouble trying to do one Instagram account, let alone two. So I have two different brands. I can't take on another one. And yeah, I will no, say media is a pain in the ass. they do good work and it may have been <laughs> – based on a joke or two that I've done and you know it's uh-huh. fine I love giving to the community but that's where my my thing ends and it's taken on a whole life of its own and I love it and I'm super yeah. happy my personal favorite was Christopher Columbus yeah that no. was my personal favorite <laughs> the, the one I had pitched a long time ago was that <laughs> after the whole support women's BJJ thing I said well obviously Ooh, yeah uh, Holly could he had given them, uh, you know, he gave them their right to vote. So I don't know what their problem is. And when I saw that in meme form that I did not do, I said, oh, my God. What, what did I do? My mouth. <laughs> it's too big. I don't know what to do anymore. And then I realized I was like, this is the funniest thing in the world. And I'll let you know, Gary, I have it on good authority. I believe Holick himself actually follows that Instagram account. That's pretty awesome. So I mean, I, I would know. imagine – but yes, I don't. Probably do be in his best interest. Uh, <laughs> he was yeah. going to. He's had trouble spelling his own name on the Instagram <laughs> thing. Uh, next time he gets uh, oh my God. turn to do it, he'll be able to. You're crazy busy. Um, did you see Raph's most recent meme though? Uh, that was funny when uh, you <laughs> that moment when you realized that it's like a picture of Eddie Cummins and a few of your training partners. It's that moment when you realize Gary Tonin's leg attack movement is the new stalling, and it's a really yeah, funny yeah, I definitely yeah. it's it is like my rapid movement or something like that. Yeah, yeah, I, I saw <laughs> Gary Tonin's rapid movement. No, I chose I chose to ignore it because you know I thought it was distasteful and uh, distasteful. You know, oh no! Oh no! <laughs> <Distasteful>. <laughs> my joke and my humor hurtful. is now oh, gone over the it. line with Gary Tonin. No, that's good that's, stuff. That's what you that's know. That's the big <laughs> joke. That's what Gary's been doing. He, he makes it. We're like, oh, he's the he's the most creative attacker in the game. He's like, I got all of these fuckers fooled. I've just oh, well, I saw for like that minutes. Eddie put it up. Eddie put it up and said, caption this meme. And like Eddie looks baffled, like absolutely baffled. And Gordon he does look like helping. he just discovered something about his life. Yes, and I know that's sometimes a look <laughs> that sometimes Gordon Eddie has. Like most of the time, that's so funny. <laughs> But, that's a great Eddie's, default phase. I just Eddie's look stoned. Face is so confused and like no way that I was like, there has to be something that would really reckon this face. Man, what if people just thought that Gary's constant movement was the new stalling? <laughs> I mean, that's the only thing I think that would shock him like that that I can think of yeah. at the top of my head. So you know, yeah, it's fine. You, know, you can think it's. You need to hang out with us more. You'll come up with a hell of a lot more than that. Oh. But, uh, yeah, so uh, I, that's a that's a pretty regular occurrence. All of us looking baffled at one or the other of us, <laughs> and, and some craziness that's going I'm on happy in any of our I lives. I do see that. 
I will ask you this though, Gary. There was mention of an arm wrestling match between you and Gordon Ryan, and you guys did a great seminar. Uh, I mean, you did, and Gordon was great help uh, with uh, the LA Jiu Jitsu Club a couple weeks ago. Uh, Gordon actually did and let's something. Let's not talk too highly about Gordon's performance. Oh my God! But... Why are he won, Gary? He said his pythons ruled the day, if I remember correctly. God, we need to. What's that? Okay. The, Kevin's. I think if jumping. we cross check, I think if we cross check Instagram accounts. We have my Instagram account and Gordon's own brother's Instagram account accounting for the arm wrestling match in my favor. So, yeah. Gary, no and, human uh, being is going to cross-reference those things. I'm, like, I'm the research department here, and I saw two things go up. And even our good friend uh, Tom DeBlass said, hmm, I don't know. Maybe Gary did lose. To Gordon, Ooh. but here's the important thing, and this is how you know it's 100% Tom DeBlast saying that he said, "But both of those idiots would lose to me, so it doesn't even matter." <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure he probably did say that. Um, <laughs> I don't know. We'll see, Tom. Um, we'll well, see. by the way, you... talking to him for an hour, uh, he—he's going to be a badass. Pretty, uh, pretty interesting, yeah. Yeah, he's an awesome dude. He's a cool guy. He gave us the best perspective on jujitsu. And I mean, this is basically your philosophy. So this is how we all we know you guys. And when we hear stuff like this, it gives you more insight. But he was essentially giving us the rundown of, yeah, I don't like to lose, guys. I'll let you know I've been scored in competition. I have 15 points scored against me. Mm, Maybe 18. Yeah, somewhere in there. That's it. And I remember telling him on the podcast, I was like, dude, I had 18 points scored against me. While you were talking, like, yeah. <laughs> what the fuck, dude? So yeah. he, he ran down yeah. that, and he Tom, gave us a Tom really didn't good... like that about me a lot. Yeah, that you gave up he points. Definitely hated the way that I competed every second yeah. of the way that I compete. <laughs> he did mention you guys have different games, and that is probably why. But he also mentioned his uh, his distaste for losing in general, like just barely giving enough credence to, yeah, you know. You win, you win, you lose, you win, whatever. You lose, you figure it out, and it sucks. But never, ever enjoy it. Get back to win, 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 win. And I was like, damn, yeah. that's the best quote that we've ever had about it on our show. I remember I remember him telling me a story one time. Uh, not a story. It wasn't a story. It was just uh, – I remember it was, he, was sitting, he was actually talking to somebody else. And this guy uh, was like – he was pretty talented, you know, like blue belt level. Uh, Could have done a lot with the sport for sure. And uh, Tom was talking to him, and he's like, you know, he's like talking about how he's like, like running cross country for college. And Tom was like, uh, he's like, yeah, um, he's like, You're, yeah, I understand, like you enjoy it or whatever. He's like, but uh, you know, do you plan to like run cross country in, you know, the Olympics or like, you know, you plan to like take this seriously? And he's like, no, nah, you know, I just kind of have fun. And he's like, well, I'm letting you know right now that. You know, like, you could do really, really well in jiu-jitsu if you want to. Like, you know, you're very talented and, like, you know, you have a future. You're young. You have plenty of time to, like, get really, really good, become a world champion, you know. And, uh, you know, the guy's like, yeah, you know, well, I'm just kind of having fun or whatever. He goes, yeah, you know what's fun to me? Winning. (laughs) And that kind of stuck with me as, like, I was like, yeah, you know, that's uh, pretty accurate. I do like to win. And, uh... I was just a little sure. little scared by it because I started throwing out board games to him and it didn't seem like it deterred him in the least. So it sounded as if like if I'm playing poker with him, if I end up beating him, he looked like he would potentially kill me. 
he'd be very mad for sure. Um, I'm sure there's certain things he would take less into account, you know, like he'd probably dismiss it, but he definitely would be pissed. <laughs> he definitely wants to win at everything. I was going to sure. say, we know for a fact he would control save the exact moment where he messed up the hand. He'd make sure it never happened mm-hmm. again, and he would insist on crushing Raph two to three more times yes. in poker. Yes. That wouldn't he would, insist, he would definitely insist on playing you again and again and again, for sure. <laughs> I remember one time, and you know he'll definitely do that. Uh, we were me, Eddie, and Gordon were uh, bowling uh, in the middle of the night after a Dean Lister seminar in Ohio. We drove all the way out to Ohio to take this Dean Lister seminar, and uh, it was like probably like seven o'clock or something. And I was like, you know, they were like sleeping. I was like, what are you guys doing? We got to go do something. So I just like decided to go bowling for some reason. And it was like the only thing to do around there. So we go and like, I think I lost like the first game or like didn't do as well as I wanted to. I'm not hundred percent sure, but like I made us play again, but then that bowling alley was like closing, but like we only played two games. Like, and I think I won the second game and lost the first one. I was like, no, there's no decisive victor. This is bullshit. We need to go. Like this needs to be solved. There needs to be some sort of, I don't know, like I needed, I needed something. So I like kept calling a bunch of different places and finally found the bowling alley that was open like an hour later. So we got like two or three more games in there. And then eventually I, uh, I claimed victory. So you beat the blast at bowling. No, not the blast. This was just me, Gordon and Eddie. But this just reminded me of that moment because like Tom will, you know, when he rolls with you, you get submitted. If you submit him or something, he'll definitely be like, "Oh, well, you know, we got to roll again. We got to roll again. We got to roll again." You know, <laughs> keep doing that. Um, you know, so he's always going to try to try to fix his mistakes and then, you know, fight you again. So it's the same sort of idea. I mean, Gary, I'll leave what's in the gym in the gym, but I have to ask, what have you beaten Tom at outside of the gym? Because oh boy, that's an important question. I think. Wow. Okay. Um, a particular game of Parcheesi, the game of life. Of, what's that? A game of Parcheesi, the game of life. Gym no, running. I mean, we haven't really done a lot of like board games sort of thing or anything like that. Hmm. I don't know. I'm Repelling trying to think if there were any points in time where I really, where we actually did have any com- competitions like that. Hmm. No, it's definitely like. Everybody involved. Yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah, Have you guys considered putting your Versa climbers next to each other and seeing? Oh, we'll definitely do that. Yeah, I think we've definitely out. done some athletic competition sort of things, but I don't remember. I mean, he's much bigger than me, so like, if it was ever lifting any amount of weight any period of time, he's always going to win. So, so Gary, um, I have one. Was, I have a serious question. The like, Versa climber thing is a good idea, though. We'll definitely have I, to. Yeah. Uh, we'll put it in the sort of competition. Yeah. Let us know. So Just I make sure you guys videotape it. For the world. <laughs> yeah. My question is, if I had like a lot of extra money lying around and I was really interested in ADCC and it was like, you know what? I want to make a statement and sponsor someone that's cool and is going to be attacking. What, where do you have any suggestions? <laughs> yeah. Um, I would definitely point you towards Eddie Cummings first. Um, okay. I think, I think he, um, and let's say he weren't on the podcast right now, but Eddie is great. <laughs> Uh, Eddie will yeah, be on the podcast I, a little bit later, so we'll we'll do a separate one for him. He'll okay. get, we will get yeah, his moment, I, but good teamwork. What's that? Great teamwork. Yeah, no, absolutely, absolutely. No, he's going to be a terror in that division this year. I think it's his for sure. 
But, um, yeah, man, I would love it if, uh, you know, anybody would step in. I mean, you know, VersaClimber and OTM are really, like, my uh, my only core sponsors right now. I don't really have anybody else. Uh, you know, certainly nobody I'm locked down with. So, uh, you know, the, the board is open. It's not like VersaClimber or anything else or OTM really conflicts with, uh, you know, a number of different um, things that people would advertise in jiu-jitsu, you know. So, uh, you know, I'd love, I'd love to do that. I, I think it would I'm be looking the for best somebody thing. something I'm looking for something uh too just out of personal interest something energy drink related or like caffeine related dude I have <laughs> so much caffeine in my life and like it would just be awesome to be sponsored by somebody so that I could like you know gee Gary know. any any particulars you know I mean all the major energy drinks listen to us so <laughs> I don't know Red Bull, um, those guys that make I don't know man I mean I'm a big day. fan of a lot of energy drinks man I like them all. You like them all. That was a very political answer. Very good job. You wouldn't say that there's one in particular that maybe gives you more wings than others? Um. (laughs) Listen, until until one of them says, hey, you know, um, we'd like to give you some some free of whatever we have. And (laughs) we will also pay you to wear our logo. Then no, none of them are any better than any of the others. <laughs> Gary is definitely the prettiest girl at the dance, waiting for just the right. Dude, I'll definitely to sell out to an energy drink company in a second. I will totally sell out because I mean, it's caffeine's caffeine. Unless it tastes fucking awful, then I would kind of, I would still do it for a little while, but then I'd feel bad about it. But like oh. for the most part, I mean, it's gonna, it's gonna get it done, man. So, I mean, I'd be happy to get behind anybody that's gonna get behind me, dude. All right. Well, let's put it out there. The energy drink uh, mafia. You just heard it here. Uh, Gary wants in. So I was that. talking with Monster a little bit, and they're starting to break the ice with like UFC and stuff. So they're starting to get involved with that. But they haven't really done anything in jujitsu. The guy that I contacted, I was talking to about it. Like, you know, he says like nobody really knows what it is. So it's hard for hard for him to explain to them. You know what's going on. He's trying to get them on board, but I don't know. It seems like a dead end so far. So. And that was really the only buddy that uh, anybody that's talked to me. I had some. I was talking to to Zion a little bit too. Um, mm. they're, they're doing some things, so, so we'll see. We'll see. Well, you know, I think it'd be a monster contract to get it done. But I'm just saying, monster uh, balls in your court. Get it done. You yeah, guys man. Like, it. what's more extreme than people fucking breaking each other's arms and choking each other? No shit, man. They seem to sponsor all extreme sports. That's what I'm saying, yeah. dude. Well, I mean, dude, that sounds great. I mean, great. doing two backflips on, like, a motorcycle traveling, like, 50 miles an hour is pretty extreme, too, I oh, guess. God. I'm not, like, trying to downplay any other extreme sports, but. I was about to say, Gary. <laughs> Gary, we need you in jiu-jitsu. Don't you dare start doing any of that shit. I already have enough heart attacks whenever I just see you. Like, every time I'm around you, some kind of gymnastic activity is happening, and it is terrifying because it's usually before I have a competition video rolling on my phone i just found the other day i'm pretty did sure. you really i gotta fucking send that to you man dude please do because that role i mean gary okay for those who haven't seen it uh which is nobody uh gary is basically having the most fun in the world <laughs> basically and the worst part is is like this is every one of my friends around me enjoying this to no avail <laughs> and you can hear people commentating on the side not helping Cackling. me nobody's helping me everybody's yeah. just saying they're fun <laughs> and even sean megami of dream jiu-jitsu the wonderful tournaments that go on around here is just like hey raf 
<laughs> that doesn't look good. Blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, oh, fuck you, Megami. Dream, jur- dream jiu-jitsu tournaments are overrated. I said it. And I'm trying – the only thing I'm doing really well, though, Kev, in this whole role is barely getting out well-timed jokes because hey, I'm sitting there – and I'm and, like underneath my breath as I'm like working or, or like around whatever Gary's doing. I'm just like, you suck. I'm pretty sure I started the role by going forehead to forehead and running around you, though. Absolutely. You sure. 100% did. did I know. And, and, as the, the internet knows, you know, Gary what, doesn't you, do anything without a camera rolling. So Raph was well <laughs> adjusting himself. He was like, this might be on YouTube. Well, the thing is, is that you and Gary will probably have to attest because I haven't seen this footage ever, but I know what I was doing. And as Gary is bouncing <laughs> off of shit, I'm looking at him like I'm not prepared for that. I'm prepared for a lot of things. <laughs> I'm prepared for Gary coming in, attacking my feet, going in for my fucking head. That's fine. But when he bounces off shit, no dice. So, yeah, yeah. Gary, definitely do me a favor. Send me that. I will get a huge kick out of it. I even told uh, and I, I will be very real with you. For a second, I have said this, and I know we joke a lot, but I said that my role with you just there, even when you were just kind of letting me do stuff and doing normal Gary nonsense, I think I learned the most than I've learned with anybody I've ever rolled with. So that is a very, very true statement. So thank you very much. uh, That was was very touching. It it is touching, but I'm going to make fun of you. So that's the way it gets set up so that I I get in the nice (laughs) thing and then I say something really dickish after. But uh, I mean, and I think that was really good of you, dude. So I appreciate that time. We'll we'll have to do it again at some point. Sure. All right, Gary. Well, look, I know it is late over on the East Coast and we can't thank you enough for stopping by. It was a great conversation. And you know what, dude? Uh, Where can people find you? Where can people hit you up? All that good stuff. Tell people where they can find you. Yeah, um, pretty much everything, uh, you know, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, all that stuff. My name is Gary Tonin on it. Uh, you probably won't spell it properly, so just, you know, look it up. And then... Uh, Three R's, two yeah. N's, and a Y. Yeah, Tonin. something like that, right? Apparently, the airline companies can't figure it out either. <laughs> so, um, yeah. So, um, yeah, man. Um, follow me on some stuff. I post some funny stuff every once in a while. Uh, I also rant a lot, occasionally. Um, well, don't don't worry, guys. Whenever we get around to it, we're gonna make uh, Gary's uh, versatile uh, versa climber of rage become a regular segment. So anytime you want to leave a message because you just got something that really grinds your gears, you're more than welcome. That would to be listen. pretty awesome. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. Yeah. video of that. Just me yeah. getting like just aggressively yelling about things while I'm like pumping on the versa climber. Versa so climbing the shit out of it. <laughs> Like I'm just like out of breath, like screaming about airline companies. Makes your cardio experience twice as bad. Yeah, every time just get up and be like, "Oh, do I feel better?" Thanks to the Versa Club. <laughs> like, yeah. Well, Gary, we can't thank you enough for stopping by. You have been a blast as you always were. We look forward to all of your stuff. We will be watching and commenting and rooting for you, man. You're always a good time on any jujitsu card. So, thank you so much for stopping by, dude. Thank you, man. Appreciate it. Uh, thank you all. Oh, sorry. Thanks all, to all of you guys. You know, except for Kevin because he doesn't do anything. But, um... Hey. <laughs> Thanks, Gary. Hey, I was just about to say exclusively at Verbal Tap Podcast <laughs> for the next fourteen podcasts. <laughs> Gary Tony. I just love with you. Um, yeah. So thanks for having me on, guys. I appreciate it. It was fun for sure.
Rafa Sparza. Gary Tonin. I don't you know I would appreciate if he's gonna be an exceptionally talented black belt, he weren't also so charming and funny. Mm-hmm. That would be nice. Pretty soon well, he's gonna start doing stand up and telling jokes. No, 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 no. We're losing to people far, at UFC fight picking. Far away at stand up. The minute Gary starts becoming better at hosting a podcast or telling jokes better than us, which could very well happen, is uh he's fast approaching me already. I uh, well, that's not a benchmark, so that's that's fine. But I think the hard part for Gary is he starts doing that better than us. We're we're gonna have to resort to some collateral damage, Kevin. Yeah, I'm gonna learn how to do some king heel hooks. What do you think mm-hmm. about that, Gary? Yep. Gary, take yeah. that. Gary, I'm gonna spin around for ten minutes straight. <laughs> take that. Yep, just on my back. Just a lot of go spinning. eat cheeseburgers and process them like oh, it's a salad. Snap. Think about that. What's that, Gary? I'm also gonna do commercials for Versa Climber, but I'll say the puns that get me the monies. Uh, Versa Climber. Okay, that was fantastic. Thanks. Yes. Uh, it's always fun to talk to Gary. All the. I'm excited to see his fights. I really am. There's some there's some good ones coming up. <laughs> I don't think there are too many jiu-jitsu people who would say the opposite. <laughs> yeah, that would be I, funny. I, the so like, I don't Somebody find does... his grappling. It's too, uh, it's too fast. It's just Ooh. too fast, you know? You know, guys, I'm looking forward to everything about five except that Gary Tonin thing. I just – I don't I don't care for him. He Just too fast, you know? Sometimes like, he, he just finishes people saying, and I'm like, what are you doing? Yeah, I didn't even see it. How – uh, is that fun? Who's that uh, fun for? <laughs> <laughs> Those uh, bad jujitsu fans is like a fun, a good segment. We'll, we'll continue doing that segment later on a different show, you guys. Yeah, uh, time to get to shout outs. Shout outs. Let's do it. I'll start. I was just in Kansas with the family. Wow, was that a blast. Went to Oceans of Fun with the niece and nephew. Did some, uh, just went and hung out at the lake. Got to hang out with some high school friends. Had a blast. <laughs> When you go hang out with your high school friends, what does that involve, Kevin? They came over to the house and we had some beers. Um, we were just drinking and, you know, kind of galliband. Well, they, first of all, they both, I didn't know my friends, two of them each have the same SUV. They all drive Land Rovers. So my friend and her husband arrive at the same exact time as my other friend in this same two cars. And it was like, wait, holy shit, are we getting stormed? Like, are these. Like the KBI, it was like, why are the Kansas Bureau of Investigation? Uh, it's like the FBI, but simpler, obviously. Obviously. And, you know, doesn't believe in climate change. They just arrived tactically, and there was like a nervous moment. But then we just uh, drank, went some hot tubbing, some swimming, had the guitars out. It was just a hoot nanny, Raph. Mm. Awesome. A hoot nanny. Uh, so thanks to my family for hosting an awesome, awesome weekend. That was good stuff. And uh, stoked to get back to some partially meniscus training with uh, Andrew and the crew this week. Yeah, Kevin's getting nursed back to normal. Shout out to our friend Joe Gilpin, who medaled at the IBJJF Open. Silver. Awesome. I was wondering how he did. That's that's awesome. Open. Yeah, Joe. Damn, man. Uh, that's going to do it for me, Raph. Good for you. And and congratulations, Joe. We are obviously very happy for you. All right. 
Let's do it. First and foremost, I want to shout out our good friends at Valley Martial Arts Center. V-Mac. Man, they just celebrated their fourth anniversary. I was not able to be there yesterday. I had family commitments, so it kept me from being there. But I want to send my best four years, Kev. That is – it's awesome. It is good to see our gym is uh, doing well, so I, I couldn't be happier for them. So Four years is great. You know, it's time yeah, to man. talk about moving in together. Uh, you know, let's you know, let's keep things slow, man. You pick out some sheets. Yeah, let's let's make sure we don't, you know, Ask just want to take it easy, Kev. About furniture? Just, you know. uh, but let's say also, nice shout out to our good friends at Breakdown Academy. Uh, John has been on a tear lately. John recently got us to do some stand-up judo. Good. Can I ask you something that's been bothering me? Do you think he named it Breakdown Academy because he break down he breaks down the movement so well? Potentially, it is a huge consideration. I would say. Well, that just occurred to me. Sorry, go on, judo. I don't know where to take you on any of this, Kev. But uh, John definitely did a really cool day of judo, and I don't think I've been that tired in some time. He basically made us do an exercise where he said. All right, guys. Oh, wait. Hold on. Let me do the John voice. All right, guys. Here's going to be the thing. You're going to do the two judo moves that I uh, explained to you and uh, only those two moves. And I'll be damned if that wasn't the most tiring thing I've ever done because all you want to do is some when somebody gives you a limitation is say, well, I want to let me do my wrestling. Nope. You can't do that, Raph. Well, fuck. I got to do this judo thing? Well, he knows the two things that are happening. I know. That's part of the drill. Oh. Fuck you, John, and your fucking great exercise to try and make Instead me better. Instead of breaking it down, we should build it up today, John. Oh, John, you son of a bitch. You son of a bitch. So anyway, it was a great exercise. Uh, it was actually a lot of fun, but it was so tiring, and it was just like, a man, props to you and Judo who do this regularly. I am, oh, wow. I am not built like that, so... Uh, huge, huge props to you guys. Let's go also to say uh, a nice thanks to our good friend Kyle Benaventura who gave me a ride over to our Jiu-Jitsu in the Park today and it was good to catch up with them. He was just back from Vegas so it was good to catch up with them and, and shoot the shit. But more importantly, he is now the owner of one of the very rare Verbal Tap patches. So keep an eye on him. That's so cool. It is cool. So we're excited for him. And uh, on a more serious note, I would like to send a nice uh, consideration to our good friends at Subconscious BJJ. I don't know if you guys know this, but uh, man, one of our, our good friends, Brent Berniston, has one of the coolest gyms out here. He's a great guy. They've always been welcoming to everybody from VMAC to Breakdown Academy to John Jock Machado folks. And uh, they recently lost uh, a member by the name of Jose Garcia, who I didn't necessarily personally know all that much, but um, you know, it was a, it was a very sad, sad day when they found out that information. So I just want to say on behalf of us here, we obviously are great friends with Brent and so many of the people at subconscious BJJ, they had a get together on Saturday. They raised some funds and uh, they were trying to help cover a little bit of the costs for uh, Jose's um, his funeral. So it was unfortunate news, but you, you can't have better people than the folks who were helping to put that together. And uh, I just want to say, man, 
it was really good to to see all the good that those folks were doing. So while I could not be there, I was very happy to see that the event went amazingly and that uh, he was well-versed and well-represented. So uh, our, our thoughts are definitely with our good friends at Subconscious BJJ. Absolutely. And that will do it for us tonight here at Verbal Tap. I'm Kevin. Thanks for listening. Good night and VersaClimber. The best VersaClimber in all of the VersaClimbers. This podcast was the God of Yeah, sponsored. Just like this podcast is unofficially sponsored by Weed. K-Fills.